Uh, that's right, Jimmy Boy, the greatest bowler to ever play for Australia. Three words. Shane Keith Warren is our next guest oh, because oh. you didn't come good, Jim, with your man. I was going to say Glenn McGrath then. Joe he's, he's on his Glenn way. McGrath. <laughs> Medium pace, 125 clicks. <laughs> Nothing on this man, Shane Keith Warren, the greatest player ever to bowl for Australia. And Warney, welcome to the rub. Thanks for your time. No poker. No golf, no cricket and footy, and allegedly no, <laughs> no guests. No and, and, and no guests. How are you travelling, Shane? Well, uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, that's wonderful intro, uh, Billy. Very, very good. Thank you. I'm. Uh, you can see my halo from your studio, I'm sure. It's, uh, <laughs> it's doing the right thing here and happy to fill in when you can't get any of your guests. Don't uh, let you down. I'm happy to fill in for you. <laughs> Joe Montana, you wouldn't know or have his number, will you? Because Jim was supposed to get him and fallen through again. Well, was Jim big noting again, was he? Yes, yes, he was. Exactly yes. right. What was he like, actually? You would have... Oh, come on. Was he any good at all? Warnie wouldn't, wouldn't have played at that low level. <laughs> so That's level. it. Hey, it's about time someone speaking properly there. Nice to see, BT. Hey, Warnie, I saw a photo of you the other day with uh, the great Michael Jordan, who's obviously got the uh, documentary going at the moment. You wouldn't happen to have his uh, direct line to MJ, <laughs> would you? Of course he would. Uh, no, I haven't got that. That was uh, well, a long time ago. That was back in uh, the mid-90s when we uh, went over to Nike and in Portland, Oregon, to get introduced to Phil Knight as uh, when we signed up all the Nike stuff here in Australia. It was um, it so was it pretty sounds, cool to meet him, actually. So it was very who, cool. Who made Nike in Australia, me or you? I was you, going to Warnie? say, because, Warnie, it sounds like you, the fact that you got taken overseas to meet all these superstars, you might have been the main Nike man in yes. Australia. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, I, I think when I went over with Ben Buckley, Brent Scrimshaw and Ben Crow and we launched Nike in Australia, it wasn't you, Duck, mate. I, I know you... I, I know, I know you you like to rewrite history, Duck, but um, it's fine. <laughs> just to hit your facts straight, mate, that'll be nice. No, I, I, you were, you were the first. I did say that, but you didn't wear footy boots, did you, Warnie? Mm. Oh. oh no, I had my own cricket boot that we no. made. Up. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have a meaningful discussion with Jordan, or was it just a come in photo and bang? How did it go? Uh, I basically, well, I had about forty-five minutes with him. Um, just he was actually playing for the Memphis Chicks. He was playing baseball. And um, we went and met him, and we actually just the two of us. He loved Aussie Rules footy. That's why yeah. I gave him a football. Uh, he liked he, he loved all sport, and um, we were just talking about you know just things like what makes you tick at the top level, uh, preparation, uh, and a lot of different things that go into trying to be the best. And uh, he was trying to be the best at baseball, but that didn't quite work. So he bought them a, a truck. Uh, it cost him a lot of money to buy this truck for this minor league baseball team and they all just hung out in this big truck so they wanted him to keep playing for the baseball team as long as possible because they enjoyed this bus that they had that they could drive around game from game but now look he was super impressive i think like everyone i think we've all enjoyed uh the last dance documentary on netflix it's been fantastic yeah he spoke about how much money he earned from nike and originally they well, i think they were happy if they made three million dollars they made over a hundred million can you mm. tell us what your biggest contract with nike <laughs> oh. was no given that given that you were the the i guess the biggest name for nike in australia and 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 given what mj makes and still makes to this day Are you, can you reveal what you got paid <laughs> no i don't, wouldn't want to make you jealous duck i wouldn't want to make you jealous about that, mate. But, i mean what we could have done mate we should have had an extra zero on ours that's all i will say mate that's yeah, all we, could we should have had an extra zero on ours fair enough yeah uh, you like the michael jordan doc hey, what about the test did you like that warning 
I, th- I think it gave a fantastic insight into um, the Australian cricket team, um, travelling around, what it's like to behind the scenes. I thought it was terrific access to all the players. For me, I liked the start of it um, and the end of it. The middle bit was a little... <laughs> the middle... The start. <laughs> so you like the start of it? <laughs> I, I think the middle, the middle bit for me was a little bit too much verbal diarrhoea about the green baggy cap and uh, the Australian stuff. It was a bit too over the top for me, but I think as a whole... It was a fantastic documentary. Yeah. While we're talking documentary, Shane, I read with oh, great Jim, you interest. Were there. I'm yeah. here. <laughs> I'm just letting the boys have their way away, uh, Shane. Now, listen, this Amazon documentary that's coming up entitled Shane. Shane. Uh, you and I yes. have spent a lot of time together over the journey. I've got my concerns. <laughs> How yes. is this going to be handled? Is it, is it going to be 24 7, Shane? <laughs> well. <laughs> I've had a bit of a slap on the wrist saying oh, we're not meant to be letting that out yet. But, uh, yeah, I am doing – they're following me around for 12 months and it will be 24-7. Oh, wow-wee. What do you expect <laughs> it to reveal, Warnie? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm dreading some of it, don't worry. Um, I, I can't go into too much, but they will be following me around and obviously hopefully when this isolation stuff is over, and we all get to see some more sport and there's more commentary on cricket around the world and all those sorts of things. And the World Series of Poker Championships are on in Vegas and all that stuff, all encompassing about when I go to India for the IPL and everything else that I'm involved in, they'll be following me around, yes, at night time, day time. And luckily I have signed off because I have got um, – last rights for the edit too, so I'm allowed to get rid of some stuff if there's some things in there that I don't Good, like. good. What's the best poker hand you've had, Warney, in competition and you have lost? The best poker hand lost. that you've held and you've somehow stuffed it up. Is, is there one that comes to mind? Yes, there's, it comes straight to mind because I haven't let it go. It was about three years ago. I was into day four of the World Series of Poker in Las Vegas. Ooh. I'd cashed, I'd made the money and... Um, I had aces, two red aces in the small blind, then two black aces on the button. So two hands back to back. And it's 222 to one is the odds to get a pair dealt to you. So you can multiply it all when you get aces twice in two hands. And I lost both. And I was second in chips on my table. And um, and two hands, 10 minutes later, I was out of the main event. So I can, yes, very disappointing. that I didn't make a mistake. This absolute... Anyway, he got very lucky. Uh, he had two cards. He, could hit. he had. I had aces. He had sixes, and we were both all in. And the and the flop come ten six two. So he hit what's called a set three of a kind. And my aces, I was out the door. And uh, tell your story, walking buddy. That was it, BT. Hey Shane, you reference well though. I took it yeah. extremely well. I took it there and called him every name under the sun. And the game of skill, my ass. I <laughs> showing you reference a few moments ago to the baggy green from, from memory when Steve Wall was on that uh, that path about uh, the reverence to that that cap it wasn't something again from memory that you totally embraced is that fair to say yeah look I, I was always I cherish my baggy green cap I you know it was with me every single time I played uh, we wore it for the first session um, every time Um and it sat next to me every in my dressing room, wherever I was around the world. But I was always under the – I always believed that you didn't have to wear the baggy green cap to say how much you love playing cricket for Australia. So, 
the stuff that they go on about, the fabric of the baggy green and all this stuff that they go on about, I don't sign in and buy into that. I love playing cricket for Australia. I loved playing cricket for Australia. And I didn't need to wear that cap or to have that verbal diarrhoea about it. I just enjoyed playing cricket for Australia. And I, and I always felt that if I wore a white floppy hat, if I wore my baggy green cap, it didn't. It meant exactly the same. I was playing for Australia. I didn't need to wear it and wear it to bloody Wimbledon, which was just sickening <laughs> yeah. to actually wear it to, to Wimbledon. I refused. Myself and Mark Wall refused. But some of those other guys that, um, yeah, they, they wore it. Yeah, that, that was the um, Pat Rafter one, wasn't it? Is that the Pat Rafter Wimbledon Yeah, one? that was yeah. – yeah. He's a legend, Paddy. But, yeah, sitting at Wimbledon in your green baggy cap, come on, mate, please. Give us a, give us a spell. That was just embarrassing. That was embarrassing, yes. Uh, yeah, warning. Uh, love it. Uh, there's a painting in your house, apparently. Uh, that um, <laughs> oh, Apparently. Well, You've seen yeah. it, Bill. Oh, well, yes. You sat there and wanted to draw on it last time I saw you, Bill. There's a lot of things in that house. but um, Yes, come on, Bill. Uh, yeah. But the painting, and it's a, your ultimate Barbecue uh, pool party guess. That yes. one? Yes. yes. Who's Because it surprised me with a few guests. That, and these are people that you mightn't have met, but the people you'd love to have at your barbecue pool party. Can you name a few for us? Yeah, I've got uh, – I'm doing a couple. There's one I'm doing another painting uh, about the, my favourite cricketers that I played with and against. So I'm doing like a dressing room scene of – you know, whether it be Viv Richards or Ian Botham, Dennis Lee, some of my favourite cricketers I love watching and some of the ones that I played with. So I've got that painting coming as well. Ah. And the one I did was I said uh, we, it was a bit of a time when a few of my friends were talking about who would you have over if you wanted to have a barbecue. Yeah. And I said, oh, you've yeah. got to have Bruce Springsteen, you'd have Mick Jagger, <laughs> you'd have Jack Nicholson, you'd have Angelina Jolie, Sharon Stone. You'd have this. So suddenly that, that turned into a barbecue and I thought, okay, let's have a few of my friends in there. We'll have a poker table set up. And, um, yeah, so most of those people were in there and it's, um, it's come up pretty cool. It has. Did you have this bloke here that uh, Donald Trump, of course, knows really well? Uh, Where your people the... cheer on some of the world's greatest cricket players from <laughs> Suchin Tendulkar <laughs> to Virat Kohli. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> come on, Donald. <laughs> it's China, 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 um, yeah. China. And what's, yeah, mate. <laughs> and what's Mother's so and what's Mother's Day like for you tomorrow morning? It's it's it's, it's Duck's busiest day tomorrow. <laughs> he's, he's flat out. He hasn't got a moment to spare. <laughs> he's over. He's over the Baldy Bridge. He's over the Westgate Bridge. <laughs> He's covered oh. every suburb in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll, I'll probably stand on the street tomorrow and uh, uh, wish my mum happy mother's day. <laughs> Good on you. Uh, yeah, I think that'll be it. We'll have to do the right thing, mate. I'd, um, my mum's my hero, mate. She's a legend. So I'm looking forward to wishing her happy mother's day over the fence tomorrow. Hey, Warney Bill, quite China. rightly at the start, uh, <laughs> at the start mentioned that you are um, Australia's right. greatest ever bowler. I would add another man with Keith in the middle of his name to that. I think you and the great DK uh, joined in that celebration. And it's fair to say, Warney, a, a lot more in common than people know. <laughs> well, Dennis was, I think, all of us uh, growing up us at around our age, around 50, um, Yep. Growing up watching Dennis Lilly play, he was fantastic. And um, I think we all pretended to be him in the backyard at some stage. So, yeah, I love the great man. He um, 
Yes, I know. Some are, yeah, he's just a great man, DK. Sometimes it's best to let things I agree. Said, Jim. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, you love your Aussie rules footy, uh, Warnie. And yep. you've got some thoughts on the AFL pushing the grand final back to October 31. Well, I was just – look, I was – throwing around like we've all done. We've all sat back and thought about different things and, you know, we probably think too much in this stuff. But I was just thinking and talking about the AFL, about the sporting calendar and how lucky we are in Australia, especially here in Victoria and Melbourne, about how many different sports we have. And I was thinking, well, if we had sort of like November, December, January was the cricket and the finals finished a big bash in early Feb. And then what about if we had the spring racing carnival instead of in November, in February, March type, when it was, you know, hot, nice, beautiful weather. And then you had the, the AFL that was pushed back a bit, um, sort of late April, May started. And I believe that you should only... I really do think, in my opinion, and I, what do I know? I'm just a fan, yeah. that it should that to have integrity in the draw, you should actually play each other once. You shouldn't have... There's so much depends on the draw. If you played every team once, mm-hmm. and then you had that super uh, week, you know, where you play, you know, where it be... Seven plays, ten, and eight plays, nine for one week. You have a week off, and then you start the finals. You still get that sort of six months or whatever it is, and you can push it back into October. And I reckon that's probably the worst way, the best way to do it, and it gives integrity to the draw if you play each other once. I know there's cash, and everyone wants the extra games and all that, but to have the best and fairest competition, you'd have to play each other once, and that's how I'd do it. Yeah. Spot on. I like it. Well done. All right, Warnie, we're going to let you go. You haven't got any of those tablet tablets left, have you? What tablets? Uh, what tablets, Bill? Are you, what oh, are you no. referring to? Because <laughs> I need a couple. That's all. Oh. Uh, 